Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So what's going on today? Well, did you know? Did I know? Are you doing a did you know? I am doing a did you know. A did you know? Well, you know how I always like I, to I, find out information and then kind of like throw it at you like, did you know this? Yeah. Try to make myself smarter than you are. I actually like did you know. So okay. did, I, did I know what? Did you know that Elvis? Elvis Presley? Yes. The hipster. Yeah, he shook his hips. <laughs> That's funny. He's the hipster. He's what? the hip shaker. <laughs> Did I know he, he shook his hips? Yes. No. Did you know he was a truck driver? That would go with the show. Yes. So Elvis drove a truck? Yes. I think I actually think I might have heard something like that a long time ago, but I don't know if in my mind I remembered it. So... He was, Elvis was a trucker. That is yep. like, that's bad to the bone. Elvis drove trucks in high school for the Crown Electric Company. According to rumors, Elvis developed his iconic hairstyle from fellow drivers. While he was still driving, Elvis began to pursue his m- music career and was actually turned down by the leader of the local band and was told he should stick to truck driving. <laughs> that's funny. Could you imagine if he would have? Elvis. Could you imagine if Elvis would have never, ever stood up on stage? I mean, I can imagine that, but Elvis is the one that obviously did a lot of shaping in, in the music industry. He's a huge impact on... Iconic. On music, but... And and zero impact on trucking, but it's, <laughs> it's so cool to know that the yeah. king of rock and roll, because that yep. that's, that's his, his title. title. Yeah. The king of rock and roll is... Was a trucker. I mean, he's he's one of us. Yeah. I mean, you wow. cannot do certain things without having Elvis directly come to mind. Well, I mean, you can do a lot, but I mean, no, I mean, when it, music and yeah, all that. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, you can't, you cannot sit there. Like if you are, are, are naming, if you're sitting there going over different genres, you cannot sit there and go past one without thinking of one of Elvis's songs. I, I, no, I agree. I mean, when I was a kid, I listened to a lot. As a matter of fact, I remember where I was the day he died. I was on Connecticut Street in Woodsville playing with my cousins and we got the news that he was he had died. You know, we were so just I little kids at that. the time. We were sad, you know, but um obviously um it would have had a bigger impact if we were grown up. But wow, great, pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool little did you know. Thank you. Well, um, I'm I I wanna go with a little couple more there. You got more I do more people that really when you think of um you Irish act or not Irish English actors? Who do you think of? English actors? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, if you said Irish, because I just no. watched Peaky Blinders again, no. I've got a million there. I accidentally said Irish. He probably is Irish, but I remember him more. He's Scotland, I guess. It's about he's, oh. he is Scotland. Uh, who are we talking about? Okay, so Bond, James Bond. Yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Like the original. Ding. Really. He was a famous trucker. No. Yep, 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 yep. In so, like, he, before he was an actor, he was a trucker? Yeah, in, in Scotland. So John, Sean Connery was a truck driver in his home country of Scotland. Truck driving was in his blood, as his father was also a truck driver. Connery also served in the Navy and was a lifeguard, an artist, model, a oh laborer. I thought it said Labrador. I'm like, what the heck? A stage assistant assistant and a coffin polisher talk about a jack of all trade there okay so i mean i i i think that's really super cool that elvis and james bond you know the james bond the you know there's been like million bonds 
And they've all been pretty cool. This last guy's been pretty bad. You know, bad to the bone. He's pretty cool. I actually haven't watched many Bond shows, to be truthful. I have. I like James Bond. But, you know, it's really cool that he was a trucker. But did I hear you? Did, did you just say a casket polisher? Yes, a coffin polisher. <laughs> wow, what a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one that, I mean, I would just say that that would be one that I would be more... Uh, I don't know. It, it takes everybody. I mean, you got to do uh, all places have to have. You have to have your toilet cleaners along with your pencil pushers. I've never and, heard of a casket polisher. Yeah, there. I haven't either, but I'm sure they're there. So my guess is, and maybe I'm wrong, but I wonder if he made his his truck was really shiny. You know what I mean? If he was used to polishing things, he oh, I bet. probably kept them rims real nice. 007, a yep. trucker. That's, yep. Honestly, too, that's pretty good. You got more? I do, I do. I have a couple more. I'll go through them real quick. Um, the actor best known as playing in Star Wars, The Commuter, and Schindler's List. However, before becoming an actor, Liam Neeson. Wow, I like him. Also drove truck and probably would, probably would have spent the rest of his life driving trucks if his driving school instructor didn't encourage him to consider acting. No, seriously, that is pretty cool. And that's, that's amazing that his driving instructor, what was his driving instructor, a talent scout? I mean, but what's really cool, though. Well, think about it. Like, you, you see different actors, like, like Nicolas Cage. Did he drive a truck? No, he didn't okay. drive a truck. But <laughs> when you see videos of, 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 like, you'll see them before they were stars and you'll see how they were acted. I think Jim Carrey was the same way. They were kind of like goofy and like they always acted out like you do. Actually, when you're talking about different things or doing some things or just being like mm. through every day at one point of the day, you're going to do an, an act out scene of something. I am. You are. Oh. You always do. So he <laughs> might have been the same way where he's driving truck and he might have been doing some kind of acting out scene. And it might have then at that point, the instructor might have said, hey, do you know what? You would be great as an actor. Yeah. You just don't know. That is so. I was, I've act, believe it or not, it's ironic that you bring up Liam Nelson. Neeson. Act, Neeson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neeson rather. Liam Neeson. I actually watched a couple of his movies lately. And the one thing that I noticed about this guy, he's like 25 feet tall. I mean, literally, like, there's some scenes where you can see uh, most actors are barely to his shoulder. Yeah. He is very tall guy. Is he? Yeah, pretty cool. He always plays a tough guy. Actually, there I haven't seen a bad movie with Liam uh, Neeson in it ever. So, you know, I wonder, that's really, you know, it'd be really cool if right now somebody out there, for real. Um, now, obviously, I doubt somebody out there is going to go, yeah, I remember driving and I ran across Elvis back in the day at the truck stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but what would be cool is if somebody said, you know, called in or wrote in and said, hey, listen, that's not BS, man. I mean, literally. My dad said he sat down and had a cup of coffee with him. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool, yeah, wouldn't he was, it? He was really, he, he drove for the same company as us and, mm-hmm. you know, he was a good guy. He was a cool, or he was a jackass, one of the two. But right. yeah, I remember him driving yeah, a no truck. Yeah, no sense of humor. Yeah, he couldn't <laughs> shift to save his life. I had to back up a load for the dude. (laughs) See, the acting thing. You just went and threw in like some surfer guy in there. (laughs) No, but seriously, that would be so cool. You got any more of those guys that are... I do. I have have Jason Eldon. Jason. He he was... I might be pronouncing his last name wrong. I'm not a country guy, you know, but... 
the famous country singer Jason was it is it Eldian? How do you spell it? A L D E A N. Eldine. Aldine. Aldine, I think. Yeah. Okay. He's a. I I know who he is. I'm not a country guy, but I I know who he is. See, yeah, I, he's a I, famous singer. Yeah, I know. But he was a trucker too. Joe for Pepsi, delivering their products to convenience stores across the state of Georgia. Since then, he's done quite well for himself with. Eight successful albums. His time behind the wheel must have had some impact on him as he wrote a song called Asphalt Cowboy, which is about being on the road and away from home. Yeah. So I I don't think he's that. He Out of everybody you just named, all the truckers that are actors now, um, he's probably the youngest guy. So I'm sure somebody in Georgia that worked at Pepsi... Or even at some of these convenience stores that have been there for a while. Yeah, if, if anybody honestly and truly drove with any one of these guys, I mean, I seriously doubt that I'm going to get an Elvis trucker calling in saying, yeah, I, yeah, it'll be an Elvis back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but seriously, a Jason, Jason Aldean, mm-hmm. um, Connery maybe, um, uh, Liam Neeson. That, I like Sean Connery for uh, being an actor. I, I really like, do. I like Liam. He's really super oh, cool. Oh, he's good too. But I mean, I guess I guess with Sean Connery, one of my, and it's funny because it's one of the, the, the movies that you wouldn't think he, because he was a voice actor in it only, mm-hmm. is Dragonheart. Remember when he was the Dragon voice of the Heart dragon? Was, that was I, that was Sean Connery. That was one of yeah. It's yeah. one of my my first really knowing the different actors, like really getting to know who they were. He that was one of them that he was in. But I always, I guess, because he could do a lot. It's the voice, the seriousness of his voice. Then he could be not as serious. But Liam Liam Neeson is is also really good. One more I have left, and I'll, this is one that you wouldn't. A lot of people probably wouldn't know as much. But they know his movies. Okay, who is he? His name is James Cameron. Do you know who James Cameron is? James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you have. I I no, I have heard of him. Okay, I'm gonna go on and tell you what he did. What did he do? What he, he directed? Did? He was a director. Okay. So he was best known for directing two of the highest grossing movies of all time. His truck driver. Um, he was a truck driver, and, his, and in his younger years, he became a truck driver so that he could save up to build f- or to buy film equipment and make short films. I do know, like, like one of the most highest-grossing films ever, okay, ever of all time. All right. And I wonder if I doubt he he did that one. Well, let's put it this way: if he had if he had two of the highest, you have to be able to guess who he was. Titanic, exactly. Really, he was the director of the Titanic. Yep. Get the frog out of here. Yep. So he became a truck driver so he could buy the equipment so he could make short films. And here, no frogging. He way. Titanic, Aliens, and T two. Frog off. Yep. There you go. I brought the frog back. You did. You did brought the frog. Get the frog door. Get the frog out of here. No, (laughs) seriously. So there you go. Dude, so he, so Titanic. Aliens and T2. And T2. Wow. That's some big stuff. Yep. Terminator 2. He was the one that directed those three movies. And all these guys were truckers. All of them were truckers. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I mean, that is super, super freaking cool. So I wonder, just because, you know, I actually, he directed those movies, I wonder if he ever, like, sat while he was driving and was just like, because he wanted to make short films, if he was like, you know how, like, in the in in some of the movies, you see where they're going down, like, the, the abandoned road between Vegas and California, and all of a sudden you see, like, these aliens creeping out over here and there. I wonder if those are scenes that he just, like, scenarios he put in his head, because, you know, I'm one of those type of people where I'm really bored. 
I'll like just create little things in my head just to like kind of entertain myself. Well, the one thing uh, truckers, ha- you know, have time to do is think. Exactly. I wonder if that's where he started with getting some of his ideas for short films is like why he was doing that. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if people still do it, but like back in the day, people carried like a little recorder with them, you know, because obviously when you're trucking, you can't really write too well. So like when you get ideas, like you have that on your iPhone now, you have memos. Yeah, voice recordings. Exactly. You can, or or you can pull, um, I don't want to say her name. She might come on as we're filming. But anyways, um, and you could say, you know, take a note Mm -hmm. and, you know, write that down. Mm -hmm. Idea, um, alien pops out of stomach. And you said he, he did Alien, right? Yeah, he did. He did Aliens. Not, not, it didn't say anything about the additional ones, but it did say Aliens. Well, Aliens, I think, was one of the movies. It was actually titled Aliens. Yeah, I just so. don't remember. There was Alien, Aliens, Alien two. and then it, it started going into like all the numerous ones. Yeah, that's cool, though. So I, mean, I don't know which one. So it just goes to show you, you know what I mean, that you just don't know who's shifting gears or in this day and age, driving an automatic big rig, you know, passing mm-hmm. you or you're mm-hmm. passing them. You don't know. You don't know. That is super freaking cool. And hats off to truckers everywhere, you know. Um, we, we're we definitely a mix of all kind of things. You know, it actually goes with, uh, do you have any more? No, nope, that any was more it. Fam- it. It's, I, that's just a few of them. And it doesn't okay. say any more about, just says about them keeping America running. But, you know, Connery ha- was in Scotland. I have something that goes with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. It's actually quite, I wasn't sure that I was going to bring it on because I wanted to talk about a couple other things, but you know, it actually goes with it. Listen to this. It's a new study that just came out. How does the public view truckers in 2022? We had did one about a year or two ago on the public view of how people, you know, perceive truckers. Um, but I was reading this. I was really surprised with the results. It's really basically how does the public actually view really trucking in general and you know um we know that there's a lot of people that view truckers as you know criminals um troublemakers uh bullies on the road you know seriously because we've read that before Mm -hmm. but this this is the total opposite of of a poll that they did um let me see if i can adjust myself here to read this says a new uh a new trucking moves america forward study Reveals how the public generally feels about trucking in 2022. That's pretty new. That's well, being that we're in 2022. No, I mean usually those, those some of the articles end up being, you know, like where they did the study between 15 and 20, and then they're finally putting it out in 22. You know what I mean? Like that. That sometimes we end up getting it where it's a new article, but they put the. Welcome to the world of Ruth Ann's mind. <laughs> okay, so listen to this. Listen, listen to this article. It says, the public's perception of professional truckers is overwhelmingly positive. Good. How's that? Yay. It says, and market, I'm sorry, marketedly, marketly, marketly. That's a weird word. And up markedly from three years ago with 80%. of respondents in a recent survey saying they had a favorable impression of the trucking industry up from 67% in 2019. So it wasn't a a little over half in 19, a lot more. And and it's really probably more since the, the pandemic, people got a little bit more respect for trucking 
You know, yes, there's still a bunch of morons that drive four wheelers out there. I get that. But, um, we now have, um, people have changed their view on trucking. Listen, it says that's one of the takeaways from the new survey, um, by trucking moves America forward. You can read that. You can go on overdrive and read the whole article, but I wanted to read just a couple of, of the actual key findings that were bulleted. Okay. 87. Here it is. Number one, 87% have a favorable impression of the trucking industry, which is up from 67 to 2019. I just read that. And then the second bullet says 97% of Americans believe the trucking industry plays a very important role in the country's economy, which is the same as in 2019. So America, America knows trucking without, without trucks, you're, you're pretty much, a lot of people wouldn't survive. Seriously, they say if there was a nuclear holocaust, only people that know how to survive out in the wilderness would survive. Most people would just die of starvation because they wouldn't know how to grow things, hunt, or anything like that. Okay, so what do they rely on now? It's almost like the lady that was coined on the internet that said, we need to stop killing animals, okay? No more killing animals. Just buy your meat at the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, that was that was one of It's like, them. okay, duh. But anyways... Um, America realizes that they need trucking. If you if you bought it, we brought it. I mean, that's just really bottom line. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three, seventy two percent, a seventy two percent rate the industry's safety record as excellent or good, which is nearly the same as in two thousand nineteen, at seventy percent. So seventy, basically, two thirds, seventy seventy two percent of America thinks that truckers are safe okay which i'd say that's a pretty good it's it, that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. but still there's 30 percent that don't uh or 28 percent. right okay number five or number four yeah 96 percent of americans stated truck drivers are essential to keeping the country's economy moving so they believe in the trucking industry and they believe in truckers good uh, number five, 85% consider truck drivers to be professionals. I like that. That's very, very high. And it doesn't say whether that's up or down from 19, but 85% of America believes that truckers are professionals. And to be honest with you, if you guys want to know the truth, um, I would probably say that 98% or 99% are professional. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of people out there going, that's bull crap, Troy. I see it all the time. There's bad drivers. And yes, you can find bad drivers that are, you know, texting and driving. You can find truckers that are not using their turn signals and cutting. You know, they wait until a car is getting ready to pass them and then they flip out to the passing lane and cut them off and do certain things. But to be honest with you, that's very rare. Most people that I'm going by in a day, it, it's a professional. It's a driver that's not interrupting. In fact, the truckers, if you, if you right now, America, everybody, if right now you can recall your morning just today alone, you probably can't even remember 90% of the truckers you passed or pra- that passed you. Be- and you know why? Because they're professionals. They're just blending in. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that cut you off that you remember. It's so the ones up, that are, yeah. or, or tailgating somebody, a bullying. Yes, we find that one. Or that's that, what's that old saying? One bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes, so 85% believe that truckers are professional. You know, 
that's that's good that at least 85% of the public sees the trucking industry that way, okay, versus the opposite. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It makes it nice to have them finally being seen for what they are because you are a professional driver. You had to go and get that, that CDL, but you mm-hmm. couldn't just go and get it. I mean, you have to have professionalism behind your, your day. Now, listen to this one last stat. It says 78% believe truck drivers have a higher standards for safety than other drivers. And, and that's, I mean, that is, that's a hundred percent, that's a hundred percent correct. It's too bad that a hundred percent of the people can't see that. And that's because there are those people that have been cut off by truckers. And you know that all you got to do is do one wrong thing to see certain people. You know what I mean? Like their whole life, they, they might not have ever been bothered by a trucker, and then that one time a trucker tailgated them or cut them off or whatever the case is, okay? Um, they had a little problem with a big truck, and now they, they're afraid of trucks. What, do you remember the title, if you're afraid to pass a truck? What's that, that word? Semiacophobia. Yes, yeah, semiacophobia. So some people develop it from just one incident, unfortunately, but at least the majority of people believe truckers are awesome. Well, here's the thing, you know, the ones that are, are not thinking that could very well be the people that instigate too. You know what I mean? Like the, the people that, that, yeah, that driver was just a jerk. He did see that. And, and he's, he's getting down on the trucker, but yet he was, he passed the driver to truck driver. He stopped, you know, he brake checked him. He did his, he was driving like a jerk before the truck driver started to, but of course it's the truck driver's fault. You know what I mean? Those percentages could still be those kind of people that are, are the instigators, the bad apples themselves that think, oh, I don't know why my day always sucks, this and that, but they get up and they have that bad attitude from the very beginning. So everything's bad right after that. You know what I'm saying? I do. Absolutely. So those other percentage of people that want to say those things could still be those kind of people that, that have no matter what something bad. That's awesome. I I just, like I said, it, the article with uh, movie stars being truckers, you know what I mean? It just like blended right in. It was like, Mm -hmm. that really fits with, you know, America sees, you know, I'm just so happy you know, that the industry that we love, the industry that, you know what I mean, we're a big part of, I'm just, I'm glad when positiveness comes out of it, you know what I mean? Because it's a lot of negative BS and, you know, ranting and raving and crap talk and all that other stuff. And then here we got America going, you know what? We think that we think truckers do a good job. We think they're professional. We think they're safe. We think they're needed. Yeah. And I'd love to hear that. So hats off to all my brothers and sisters and uh, truckers out there. Ruth and clap. Okay, give the, let's give the golf clap. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. Okay. Ruth Ann, real quick. Uh, today we are brought to you by Carter Lumber. And we just did an interview with Carter Lumber. Um, you should check that out. It's not part of the normal podcast. It's just a, a carrier spotlight. If you get a chance to listen to it, we interviewed Russ over there in Akron. He's one of the managers. But check this out. If you're looking for a local home everyday job and not only experienced class A and class B drivers, but if you just got out of trucking school and you want to be home every day, Carter Lumber has 160 locations east of the Mississippi. Chances are they have a local hourly day shift home every day job for you. Go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and fill out the little form and they will contact you. That's carterlumber.com 
forward slash talk CDL. Let them know talk CDL sent you over there. What do you think of that, Ruthann? I love it. Awesome. Um, we're also brought to you by National Carriers. It's a, a mid-sized fleet in Texas that is looking for owner-operators, looking for company solos, students, teams, and lease purchase drivers. Call them at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. And last but not least, we are brought to you by DriveWise, and they are the people that help you bypass the scale with just a quick download of an app. If you're a small fleet or if you're an owner-operator or if you're a big company, people are saving money by switching over to DriveWise. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E dot com. Check them out. Download it today and let them know TalkCDL sent you over there. And uh, we are moving on, Ruthann, with the show. Moving on. With the show, with the show, with the show. Hey, so check this out. I want to tell you a little story. When I was a trucker. I'm about named Joey. Who was driving 18 wheels. Anyways, so check this out. Um, When I was a young trucker, it goes with it goes with an article I have. I just keep having little ditties pop in my head every time you say certain things right now. With the young trucker thing? Yeah. Why? I was young at one time. (laughs) What do you have a hard time believing? I was a trucker or I was young? No, 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 no. Which one? No. There was there there was a, a little ditty that Stop right there. What I want to let everybody know we're going in right now. We're going in. <laughs> no. In in, in Ruthann's head. Okay, go go ahead, Ruthann, give it to us. It's just i I can't even remember what it but it was it was one of these things that was when I was a dun dun dun. Somebody turn the lights on. So, <laughs> it's blaring in my eyeball right now. <laughs> when I was a what? I, I can't even remember what it was. When I was a dun 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 and that's what's so that's I don't even remember where it came from. What? What? It's just what? In there. I'm, we're in your mind with you. We don't see it either. What, what are you looking for in there? Is it a song? Is it? It, it, it was. It was probably something, some kind of part of a comedy skit or something that you know. Oh, we're definitely in a comedy skit. <laughs> it was probably just something that went with all that. And it's like when I was a. Maybe it was when I was a poor young lad. That's all I remember. I don't remember anything else. But everybody else is probably saying. I think I remember what she's talking about. Oh, yeah, I bet you they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna we're backing out now. We're backing out of Ruthann's mind. And, and I'm scared go- in there. <laughs> All right, okay. Whew. I can breathe now. All right, so here we are. So when I was a young trucker, I was in New York City. It was one of my first loads ever. Okay. I mean, it was literally my if, if I remember, it was my first or second day. As a trucker, as a legal class A CDL. This was prior to the class A CDL. You had a class class C or a class the three, sh- whatever it was you. in Pennsylvania. And I had that for a short time, but I had to go and redo it. And I had to get a class A and, um, I was in New York and actually Staten Island, right? I was in Staten Island and ironically we were. I was driving a cab over and we were delivering flour and cake mixes to this bakery. Okay. So the, it wasn't a, it was a, you know, more city area that we were in. So there was no like place out back that you can get to with a tractor trailer. So you had to pull up front on the street and then, you know, break the skid down in the back and then flip, the bags, they were 50 pound bags of flour. 
So we would flip two bags on our shoulder and we would carry them into the bakery and we would stack them. So I, and I had a helper with me and he came with, he uh, was uh, uh, an unloader, which was cool to have because we had to hand unload everything. So we were walking into this bakery, right? And I had my truck idling. Okay. And we are walking in the bakery delivering flour. And on my second trip out to pick up more bags, I flip these two bags on my shoulder and I come walking up and I'm, you know, I'm at the back of the truck and now I'm walking along the truck to go into the bakery. And I notice in the front of my cab over is a cop standing in the front of the cab over on the ground and he's got his watch and he's timing my truck. Right. Well, apparently, and New York has a, what's called an idle law and you cannot idle your truck for, it's like two or three minutes. I think it's three minutes. If you go over three minutes, okay, you are going to get a ticket or they can ticket you. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking by this cop and I look at the cop and I go, I said, can I help you, sir? Right. I'm just, I'm a young guy. You know what I mean? Not I'm in New York and this cop looked like he was, I'm going to guess maybe 12 to 14 feet tall. Um, That's what they look like when you're a young trucker and a New York cop. They're pretty, pretty rude to be honest with you. Um, I, uh, he says to me, he goes, get over here. I go, excuse me. He goes, get the bar, bar, bar. I, and like screaming at me. Right. And I go, as I'm coming over, one of the bags flies off my shoulder and smashes on the ground and cake mix goes all over his shoes. And he looks at me and he goes, license, registration, DOT logbook now. And I'm like, I'm now shaking because I just dumped cake flour all over a New York City cop, right? And he wants to see all my paperwork. And I'm literally first, I think it was the second day ever as a legal trucker out of state. (laughs) And I'm like, he's yelling at me. And now, you know, on a cab over, you got to go up the ladder. You know, you got to climb up the side. Um I get ha- I get my foot on the door on the uh, ladder and I put my foot on the step to go in the truck. And I am literally you could see my legs shaking because I don't want to get a ticket. You know what I mean? I don't want to get a fine. All that other stupid crap. I don't, you know you hear rumors when you're when you're a, a young trucker. You hear rumors about New York and California that the mm-hmm. fines are like five thousand dollars for the or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and I've seen people in California get huge tickets. So naturally, I'm going, oh man, I'm so screwed, and I'm I'm going to step into the cab to get my registration and everything he needs, and I look at him, and he's like really steaming mad. I look at this guy and I go. Officer, can I just say one thing, please? Literally, this is this was what I said to my and that's I said it that way too. I was I was scared at the time. I'm not gonna deny it. You know, not like today's generation where they pick fights with cops and film them and everything. Back then we didn't have cell phones and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't say to a cop in New York twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, you couldn't say to the cop, Oh yeah, well I have my rights. Fourth Amendment protects me, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
Go get your go get your supervisor, New York City cop. Twenty five years ago, you'd have got a billy club upside the head. <laughs> you would never say that to a cop, right? So I turned to this cop, and I said to him, I said, "Officer, can I just say one thing, please?" He goes, "What?" I said, "Sir, this is literally my second day as a trucker ever. I mean, I lit- I just got my license. I am the I am so brand new. I'm sorry." Right? And he looks at me and he goes, have a nice day. And he walks away. Aww. I swear to you, that is a true story. He walks over to the bakery door and holds it open for me. After I taped the bag up that had exploded all over him, <laughs> he literally walks over and holds the door open for me and doesn't say a word. And I walk the bags in, nod my head, and, and I look down and never look at him again in my life. <laughs> I'm serious. That is a crazy story, isn't it? Well, you know, you said you're sorry. You you were polite. So maybe he felt really bad for you when you said it's your second day. You're, he's like, I think oh, he, he's in for something. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he could see me legitimately nervous. I was. Mm-hmm. but So that goes along with the article that I've seen. Um, listen to this article. Um, at, at CDL Life... Again, they, they have this article. Go over to CDL Life and read it. Um, I just want to con- I just want to read the title and a couple things out of it, and, and we'll talk about it. Um, it says TikTok user tells New Yorkers about wild side hustle, snitching on idling trucks. And I want to tell you, see what's going on in New York is this. And it's I, I knew about this a couple years ago. I think we might have talked about it a long time ago. They started a program for snitching on truckers that are idling their trucks. In New York. So you've got, and there's one guy, I think he made like 60 or or $100,000, and he videos himself doing this, okay? They, New York, what they do is, and I'll read it here in a second, what New Yorkers are getting out of this, the city of New York is, I think it's like 25 or 30% of the ticket, which I think is like three to 400 bucks, so if a, t- a trucker gets, I say, a $350, $400 ticket, the snitch gets 25% of that, which would be if it's 300 bucks, he'd get 75 bucks. So it's $400 ticket. The, the snitch, the rat, the rat, you know, being Italian, we call them rats. So the rat gets 100 bucks. Now, just imagine if you know, and see, this is, this, this is really the sad part. There's new truckers coming into the city all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. So what they do is, Literally, they have to go and video. This is how they have to do this. I'll read it a little bit for you. They have to go and video the truck for more than, I think it's three minutes. So they they start videoing this. And the guy says, you got to really be careful because a lot of of, um, snitchers have been punched in the face by truckers. You know? Trucker sees them videoing the truck and they catch on. They get out and some of them have, 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 have... Give him a, a couple pops in the head, you know what I mean for for playing the snitch. Mm-hmm. So I guess now technically they have to idle. They have to get this guy over three minutes. Now I don't know. Do they send it in or do they call the cop at that point? And then the cop gives them the ticket, and they literally have to cut the snitch in the rat. The rat now gets part of the trucker's fine. And see, the worst part about this is there's no shortage of it. Now you talk about a trucker. 
that is in January in New York City, and he doesn't have an APU. Mm. And he's going to be sitting there waiting. Because sometimes you sit there in, in, in you know, some of the craziest places in New York, you know, they got like docks where you're backed in off the street and you're on the sidewalk, and it might be five degrees, and you're freezing your ass off. You can't go inside, and you want to stay warm, so you keep your truck running, right? Well, if one of the one of the rats are walking around and they're videoing you, there's a good chance, drivers, that you're going to pay a big ass fine on the idle law. In and New York isn't the only ones that have this idle law, but they're the ones that pay the rats to rat on you. Mm. How crazy is that? That's like, and and you know, for that, and that's probably why they're like their prime time to do it is when it's really, really cold or really, really hot out. Because if a driver doesn't have something that he can keep his AC or his heat running, that's when he's going to be doing it. So that's their prime. So they're going out there and freezing or, or sweating their themselves just so that they can get a, a high paycheck. But I wonder I wonder how they have to retain the make sure the driver stays there till the cop gets there. You know like I don't know. I don't know if, if if it's just a video. It says you have to put the truck driver's I guess his license plate and his DOT number and the name of the trucking company all has to be on that and maybe I don't know if they just issue the ticket to the trucking company itself or do they issue it to the trucker i don't know now obviously if the cop comes out then he can ask for the id and find the trucker but if if they're just going to go off the truck itself then they're going to probably find the the company but what happens what's going to happen is the, ch- the company's probably going to take it out of the driver's pay which is not legal either um here i'll read a little bit it says tiktok user doobsy um garnered 1.3 million views in october uh, on his video outlining how New York City residents can earn extra cash by reporting idling trucks as a wild side hustle. Um, it says, just be careful because a lot of people have been punched or even stabbed by truck drivers for doing this. Really? No, I mean, I don't know that anybody's been stabbed, but I guarantee you somebody's been punched, you know, um, I know I might be a puncher. Never mind. I may, probably wouldn't. Anyways, it says New York City has had an anti-idling uh, uh, law on the books for decades, but over the past several years, a New York program has encouraged locals to earn a profit for taking the law into their own hands. The Citizens Air Compliant Program, again, it's called the Citizens Air Compliant Program. And by the way, um, they don't supposedly fine cars for idling you know what i mean how many there's a lot more cars idling in the city than truckers it says the citizens air compliant program has been in place since 2018 so they've been the rats have been running around ratting on truckers uh, since 2018 and it says it allows residents to go online to report illegally idling trucks and buses in exchange for cash namely 25 percent of the 350 dollar or higher fine imposed on the commercial vehicle driver to report an idling truck or bus. Oh, so buses also. Residents must submit a video showing the vehicle idling for longer than the legal limit of three minutes. The video must also show the name of the trucking company. The program does not allow 
for idling com- uh, complaints to be filed against passenger vehicles. So they're not after passenger vehicles, ve- vehicles, just truckers. It's ridiculous. It says, according to a March 22 New York Times report, the city has paid out over $1.1 million in idle fines or idle bound bounties. Um, 81 year, an 81-year-old New Yorker, Paul Slapikas, earned 64000 bucks in 2001 alone. And, you know, it goes on to talk about a bunch of other things. Like I said, it's an interesting article. Go over to CDL Life. Awesome people. They are, to me, the leader in trucking news. And if you guys want to read the full article, go ahead and read that. And and I believe you can make comments on their stuff. I'm going to look and see if there's a comment. No, I don't see a comment section on this one. Um, But anyways, what do you think of that? Why why are there bums then? They should literally, every, every... I mean, I don't agree on having that done at all, but if you're going to be one of these people that stand on the corner begging for money, video for three minutes and get your money. We're, we're going back in Ruth Ann's mind. Yeah. I mean, honestly, think about it. It really sucks that people are going to be doing that to truckers. It does. Suck. I really think that sucks, you know, Look. but on the opposite end. Let the bums go and, and, and the beggars video it and let them earn some money if they're going to, if it's something that can't be helped, you know, if they have that law and it can't be helped. <laughs> so you're, you're encouraging the bums to do it? Well, yeah. <laughs> For real? You want truckers to get in trouble? No. <laughs> well, you just realized what you just said, dude. No, I didn't just realize what I said. I knew what I said. I don't think it's right. But if there's nothing that, why, why let some smart ass get it then? Let a bum do it. I, I don't think anybody should be doing it. Personally. I don't I don't think so, but if it's a law and no matter what, it's still out there. Yeah, well, just because it's a law doesn't mean you know. What I mean, it's right. I know that. I don't. Well, here's the thing. There's some laws that are. Let's just say use the word right, and and wrong. Okay, that are on the books. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a law that's in Florida that is not right, and you can look this up. I think it's in Orlando. If you're caught passing gas after the sun goes down, you can be arrested. It's on the books. People are probably going, that's be Look it up. I'm not kidding you. A farting law in Florida. That's there's, if you looked up the, the laws in your own States and ordinances, you would be finding stuff that you'd never even heard of that people have put on the books. It's crazy. And to me, this idle law is no different than the farting law. Okay. Think about that for one second. If you literally are a man that's earning money and you're in, we're, we're, I'm bringing freight to your city and it's five degrees out. Okay. And I have to sit there in your city, because your workers are, are five hours from getting their forklift in my truck, but they have me sitting in your door, okay? And I'm at my appointment time at, say, 7 o'clock in the morning, and you guys don't have me unloaded till 1, okay? Where, where, is that, where is that even fair under the Clean Fair Act or whatever they call well, it? Well, I don't think that. And then what I'm saying is it's, that's on private property. That's on a business property. 
Well, I think it's all city property in What's the city. I mean, oh, I mean, I would think so. When it's so. inside the city, because I was thinking, you I mean, know, I don't know. I don't know the rules, but the sidewalk and stuff. I understand what you're saying there, but still, I don't think when you're being when you're backed into a dock and unloading, I don't think that you should be able to be fined for stuff like that. Well, I mean, that's my whole point. You know, I mean, um, you know, five degrees, and I got to sit there for five hours, and especially if if especially if it's let's say it's a cold storage house where they're all you know walking around in heavy winter coats and stuff and and I'm I'm just there. Um why should I have to freeze? Why should I have to freeze while you guys are taking your time? Honestly, what if you have a, a child with you mm-hmm. and and maybe the child's or not a pet. or a pet, you know what I mean? Whatever the case is. I mean this it's what I'm trying to say is it's one of those laws that's stupid. It really I mean yes, I get it pollution, I get that. But let's be real about something here. Um, if you go into the city, you don't you don't unless it's Hunts Point, it's not like this big giant area where there's 5500 trucks idling in one spot. You might have one here, one there, one here, one there. Right. Um, realistically, okay, somebody can make a lot of money because you have new truckers that come into the industry all the time and they've never heard of the rules and they drive into New York City, they don't have an APU and they're freezing and they leave their truck idle and next thing you know, boom, they're getting a ticket and they have to pay it. And because if you don't pay it and you come back into New York City, I promise you, you get pulled over owing the state money, they will some of them might take you to jail mm-hmm. because, oh, you had a $350 fine you didn't pay two years ago because you thought you didn't have to pay this idle ticket. And now, boom. And that's the other thing. If the driver's getting the ticket, I would definitely make sure that it is paid, okay? Or if your company says, we'll pay it. <laughs> so sometimes companies will say they'll pay it, and then they either forget or just don't. And guess what? You get pulled over and now you have an unpaid ticket. So it can really cause a lot of trouble just for a man or a woman that's just out to earn a living and is getting screwed because of some stupid. And what makes it worse is this rule of Oh, we can make money on the guy that's freezing. Mm-hmm. Let's go find the poor guy that's freezing. Let's put our long johns on and come on, we'll put some heated things in our shoes and let's go out and hunt come, them down. Come on, honey, let's go find some some poor truckers that are barely making it let's and go, let's screw them. Let's go hunt some truckers. Let's go screw the truckers over that are bringing freight to our city. Let's go get them in trouble with the city and, and get big fines. We don't like them truckers. I mean, I don't. I, I really don't get the mentality of wanting to turn in a trucker that's bringing you things. Stupid. Anyways, I'm not going to beat the dead horse. That was my podcast right then for the week. What do you think? Huh? You got a, you got the word of the day from Word Genius? Word Genius. And it's, it's free. Um, if you check out Word Genius, they will send you a new word every day. Sometimes more than one, right? Yeah, I'll get other stuff too. I'll get, um, I'm just starting getting like crossword puzzles now too. Yeah, that's part, that's they cool. start doing other stuff and they'll even do like grammar and... So what is the word of the day that we get to learn today? And this is not a sponsor of Talk CDL. They're just someone we adopted and we, we try to promote them. Um, what is the word that's going to make us smarter today? Frontistery. Yes. Yes, very good. Frontistery. It it almost sounds one more time. Frontistery. It almost sounds like it reminds me of a horror f- film like Frankenstein or something. Frontistery. It's P H R O N T I S T R Y. 
Frontistery. Give us the definition, please. A place for thinking. Frontistery is a place for thinking. Mm -hmm. Really, like a physical place. You go, you go to the frontistery, and you, you is it German? Is that name German? It's Greek, ancient Greek. So we go and we sit at the frontistery. The other, the the second definition is an establishment devoted to education or study, so like a library. But you know, if you think about it, you know, some people have a frontistery in their room. You know, like some offices or you know, listen, I just gotta go think. So wherever you like to go think, could be your frontistery. That is, I like that. I like that word. I hope I remember the word frontistery. Frontistery. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Interesting podcast. Yes. I like how you started it with the uh, movie stars. Did you know? Yeah. Are we ready? We're ready. All right, we're out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord.